Hello, and welcome to the IMG podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering international medical graduates across the globe through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and well beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate by providing you with comprehensive residency program research, educational resources, and an inspired community. We help IMGs accomplish their dreams of matching into medical residency in the USA. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. As always, it is your IMG host, Tiffany, and I am so happy to be with you this week. How are you all doing? How are you all doing? Let's just take a moment to inhale, take in all that you've been going through, and then I want you to exhale and release that energy and move on to the next obstacle that we are going to knock out of the ballpark, okay? We are getting closer and closer and closer to match week and match day. So we've done our ERAS applications. Well, most of you, we have gotten those interviews scheduled. Again, hopefully most of you, now that we've had them um, or you at least scheduled them, uh, we're going to still be going through, you know, them right now because that rank order list does not open until February 1st and then it does not close until March. So there will still be those programs scrambling to fill those spots. So again, I always give you those words of encouragement and today is no different. So I'm going to just give it out to you early before we get started. Do not give up. All right. So are you all feeling good out there? You did that big inhale, exhale. I gave you words of encouragement. What are we going to be talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking about thank you communications. You've already scheduled or completed that interview. Now you want to show your appreciation. And so I've discussed this before, how expensive the residency application process is. But guess how expensive it is to send a thank you note or how much it costs to be nice? Zero dollars. That is all. Zero dollars. So do not underestimate the gravity of sending a thank you follow up email. And I've gotten this before and I can assure you that I am older than 98, but I'm going to go with 99.9% of you out there in the IMG podcast audience. Um, the days of ending snail mail and thank you cards are over. O-V-E-R. Now, Unless there is a program director that wants that or they suggest that, it's just a lot more difficult to get that mail into their hands in a timely manner. So just think of all the communication programs received after interviews. Have you ever seen a program director's desk? I'm pretty sure you had your interview in a conference room. Um, so matter of fact, I want you to look at your workspace right now. If I sent you a thank you for being a loyal listener, where would you possibly find my thank you letter? Or my card. Come on. It's 2023. Electronic communication is the way to go. And I personally and professionally do not believe it is less personal when you send an email. If the content is there and the content is unique to you, it is just as personal as someone giving out their signature or writing a handwritten note. Um, But again, there may be that old school program out there that prefers mail. So if you're not sure, you want to really know the policy on their follow-up communication. Um, Even if it isn't already documented somewhere, you may just want to nudge maybe the program uh, coordinator or the program administrator just to see what's acceptable. 
And I've actually received this question recently. Um, absolutely do not send gifts. Do not send assorted chocolates. Do not send sweets. Do not send trinkets of any sort, mugs, pins, none of that. So we're professionals. So if you go into an interview, be a professional and your follow-up communication should be just as professional as well. But you are more than welcome to send me assorted sweets and chocolates. And I will give you all of our social information later for you to send it to me in our DM. Thank you so much. All right. Now, if you do a quick search online about residency, thank you, communication, how many, how many hits do you think you would get? How much information and misinformation do you think is out there in the interwebs, right? Floating for you to sift through as if you're not already busy. And what do you believe or not, right? Because everybody does it different. Everybody has their own success story that might look one way or a different way. Well, the good thing for you is that my thing is research. That's what I do um, by profession. So uh, you don't have to guess or think. I did a simple search of thank you communication and I, on Google, got back 15,500,000 hits just on a thank you follow-up communication for residency interviews. There should not be that many hits out there. There really shouldn't. All you need is this podcast and Tiffany. Um, I can assure you that writing a thank you communication is not rocket science. But there are some fundamental rules that you do want to follow. Unlike positions, let's say marketing or more creative jobs and internships and uh, fellowships out there, they have that flexibility to think outside the box. But listen to me, sometimes that box is where the cool kids reside. Be one of them. So once you get into residency, go for it. I can't wait to see all the wild and crazy legal and ethical things that you kids are going to get into. So I can't wait for that. But in the meantime, let's keep it very, very professional. First things first, how long should it be? I say if you can do it in one paragraph, absolutely. And that is going to be Tiffany's tip, Tiffany's suggestion. I will even go as far to say six to seven sentences if you're doing two paragraphs, but honestly, it shouldn't be more than three sentences in each paragraph. Um, you really want to make it short and concise. Um, <clears throat> so you listeners out there may or may not have been so lucky, just kidding, but not really, um, to have had me as your writer if you had the chance to use our residency statement services when you were writing your personal statement with your EVAS application. Um, I, I also write. Um, and so I can tell you, um, and I'm not telling you my opinion, I can tell you for a fact that there are many of you out there, justifiably so, justifiably so, I know a lot is on the line here, but you want to include your life story and either a personal statement or a thank you letter, or your letter of intent, letter of interest, all of those things. The answer is no. The same goes with interview thank you communication. You don't need to go back through every second of the interview to show your interest or that you were paying attention. Your energy precedes you. So if you didn't make that first impression right away when you came in the door, a thank you letter is not going to change that. So keep it very concise, very to the point. Now, as a researcher and writer by profession, again, I have also hired dozens of medical students and IMGs who are seeking to gain that research experience before they go into residency. And I have read dozens of thank you letters. And so I know what I look for um, and what I don't look for, but I am not going to be biased here. Um, so I've looked up my own research for reputable information that's out there. Hello, match a resident um, and, and other sites that I know are reputable and who 
understand what it takes to succeed professionally. And so I've kind of just garnered that really quickly to kind of give you an idea of what that thank you communication needs to look like. Um, And here we go. For the love of Tiffany, for the love of the IMG podcast, you can definitely be inspired by your peers and their experiences and what happened for them to give them that success story to residency. You are not them. You are you. Enough said. Okay. So um, <clears throat> you don't have to send something that somebody else did to say, well, this worked for them. So I want to do that. Absolutely not. If you don't sound authentic, it's going to come through, even if you're typing it. So who do you want to send it to? Um, you could have potentially met or going to meet with dozens of people in your day or days being there. You always, if you can, want to collect either a business card or if they have itinerary, make sure you don't lose that and get everyone's contact information that you met with. Because sometimes you'll meet with more than that's on that itinerary. Um, but those are the people that you actually want to reach out to for your, your thank you communication. I can just say in general, uh, of course, you're going to want to thank the uh, program director, um, specific interviewers that were on that itinerary that you're probably going to have, any administrators, and even some other residents who were integral in that interview process with you, right? Not Maybe not all of them, maybe two or three, maybe the chief residents who you met with. Um, this is going to be, again, relative to the program and the number of interviewers you met with. Personally, I don't think, so say if you met with, say, 10 residents, right? But you only really were communicating with the chief resident when they said, this is who you're going to meet with. I don't see a problem with reaching out to the chief resident whose information you collected to say, please extend my thank you to your other resident peers. I really enjoyed, you know, going on the floor and, and meeting everybody. Something like that, right? Where you don't have to email every single person that you came into contact with. You really want to keep it concise, but you do want to reach out to everyone you actually met with. Again, relative to the program. Um <clears throat> But I would make it every effort to make sure you have that communication before you left and not sure where you are in that thank you communication process. But I, I'm hoping that you took notes down about, you know, what that experience was like as soon as you got back. So you make sure that you um, are talking to the right program. So how should you begin your communication? Again, this is not rocket science. Thank you. Literally begin with thank you. You want to make sure that they know right away that you are thankful for the opportunity to meet with them and to learn more about their program. Right. So, again, you really don't have that many sentences. So, like, make it very to the point. Thank you so much for meeting with me and showing me your program and the site and all of that stuff. Right. So then your next sentence. Is there some lasting impression that was left on you that is specific to that program, unlike any other program you interviewed with or applied to. This is where your individuality can shine, um, but it should be one sentence, okay? Um, so when I talk about having those honest conversations with my audience, this episode is no different. There is a very real possibility, probably more than not, that the person you're sending communication to, at least one of them is not going to remember who you are. OK, so if you can think of a specific interaction you had with them, then you can say something. For instance, I really enjoy learning about your passion for, say, sailboating or hiking, whatever it is. Um, but if you don't have anything like that, um, is there some shared conversation that you had that you remember with this specific person? This is not required. So if you do not remember or it wasn't memorable, please do not make anything up. <laughs> please do not do that. So <clears throat> unless you had something, don't do that. 
And then you want to kind of close it up with a strong sentence by thanking them again, but also showing that you're sincere about your interest with the program. I mean, very simple. That is it. That is a formula for a thank you communication. So even if you're writing two paragraphs, which again, you don't need to, but if you do, you should maybe have a thank you, uh, that one interaction you had and, you know, maybe one other thing and then maybe start wrapping it up with maybe another two or three sentences and that's it. But you really can get it done in five. I've seen it done in five. I've seen it done in less than that, actually. Okay. In terms of grammar and spelling, I want you to read your thank you. Then I want you to reread it. Then I want you to read it again. Then I want you to have someone else read it. Um, Not too many people. Because when you have too many people looking at it, what you will find is that you'll keep changing it and your own original thoughts will become lost. Um, I've also seen this happen as well when it comes to statements that you just want to have so many people review it, which is totally okay. But then they give you so many thoughts in your head that you start second guessing yourself and your own experience, right? Um, the same with a thank you letter. Very, Be very authentic to yourself. Um, so it's more so about reading it. Do these sentences make sense? Are they structurally relevant? Are they structurally correct? Is uh, the grammar correct? Is the spelling correct? And again, if English is not your first language or you know you're not a strong writer, I encourage you to seek a professional. And it could be something as simple as, okay, well, you you write in British English. Well, if you're applying to a medical program in the U.S., I strongly advise you to write in American English. And so that, and it's something that's second nature to you, but you'll want to have somebody else read it to say, if I'm applying to a U.S. based, uh, residency program, is this correct in American English? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, shameless plug, residency experts is amazing at this. Um, and I know them and they're actually very, very good. Um, Grammarly is also a cost effective option. It's a software. Um, so just don't let. So the take home for this is don't let simple grammatical or spelling errors be the difference between you and the next candidate and why you don't get chosen and they do. Okay. So that's, that's, it's very big because it's very short, but a simple grammatical error could be the difference between you and someone else. And I've seen that happen as well. When I look at, uh, CVs, uh, just that one grammatical error is the difference between them and another candidate I'm going to be going forward with. So I'm going to wrap this up by saying you got this. Again, it seems simple enough writing a thank you communication, but a little gesture really goes a long way, especially when I can confirm that to coordinate residency interviews is actually a year long process. Um, I've worked with a lot of program coordinators and they're constantly working with residents and trying to get ready for the next um, cohort of residents. Um, so, the minute match day comes around, program coordinators are already hitting the ground running for the match 2024 application cycle. Um, so while you get to bask in it, they're already on to the next thing. So in general, um, it's an arduous process and everyone, including you, deserves thanks. But yours is going to come in the form of a match email notification. And that I can tell you will be one sentence. Okay, one sentence. And that is all it takes to determine your future. So What's a few more sentences to that program to show you're willing to go the extra mile, not just now, but in the next four plus years, right? It'll be a piece of cake. All right. There you have it. There you have it. Um, last thing. What did you think about this episode? Let me know your thoughts and what you want to hear. Um, or I'll just keep making up my own topics until you get bored, but I'm not going anywhere. So it's your choice. You can either tell me what you want to hear or I'll just go on the fly. Um, 
So again, there you have it. I really promise I am done talking, except for my new outro that I created. Did y'all hear my new intro? I have an outro as well. So before you turn this podcast off, do not click end. It's only 30 more seconds, I promise. Okay, so listen to my outro and let me know what you think. All right, bye everyone. This concludes our IMG podcast episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss any new releases. Learn more about our services on www.matcharesonant.com and follow us on social media at Match A Resident on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Until next time, try to get some sleep between rounds.